0: Sorry.
1: <laughs> no fear. No political correctness. No wokeism. You're listening to Underground USA. Thanks for downloading and listening. I'm Frank Salvato. As a precursor to today's segment on America's Third Watch with Kyle Warren, I wanted to mention two things. First, Please take some time to read The Anti-Freedom Movements Aren't So Different, the featured story at Underground USA. It addresses the many and substantial parallels between the Islamist and Marxist ideologies and how the implementation of both, including their similar tactics and methods on indoctrination and oppression, have always ended in a dramatic loss of freedom and individualism. Simply stated, both ideologies subjugate the individual and kill freedom. Second, and this relates to the above in the fact that indoctrination, or more succinctly, brainwashing, results in a need for a reinstitution of a person's critical thinking ability. Once people have digested the Kool-Aid, it takes great effort to free their minds, to liberate their minds, so they can see things clearly, so the brainwashed can see clearly that oppressive and totalitarian ideologies are never the answer, and in fact, enslave humans rather than minister to them. In the third segment of America's Third Watch this morning, a caller illustrates perfectly how propaganda and misinformation can adversely affect logic. The caller, whom most would label a conspiracy theorist, insisted that the Israelis don't necessarily care for Americans and that the Carter administration toppled the Shah of Iran to install the Ayatollah and the present-day Iranian Islamic State. Listen to the certainty with which he speaks. This is the same certainty the pro-Hamas protesters and social justice warriors on U.S. campuses, in U.S. urban areas, and in many places around the world have in their voices. They believe they are correct. This is a byproduct of our society being duped into not discussing politics and or religion with family, friends, and neighbors. False narratives and untruths are embraced without being challenged because no one dares to challenge them and society loses the clear vision of right and wrong. Please note, and this is especially important with the holidays coming, discussing politics or religion with family and friends does not have to result in arguments and bad feelings. A civil person can discuss anything with an even and fair tone, but to do so it requires open-mindedness and a willingness to listen to others. Search for that modicum of common ground on any issue and build on that. You may not agree on everything, but if you can agree on something, that's a start. Now, this morning's segment on America's Third Watch as broadcast on the Genesis and Salem Broadcasting Networks.
2: we got a real treat coming up, of course, here. It's Monday morning. And that means we're going to be talking with Frank Salvato from UndergroundUSA.com and, of course, author of the book, Nullification. Good morning, Frank.
1: Mr. Kyle.
2: Well, you know, I saw this thing about the uh, about the mein Kampf copy, uh, <laughs> you know, and it just, I hate to say, it just makes sense, doesn't it, uh, that uh, they would find such material uh, that uh, evidently they're teaching the little children.
1: Yeah, who would have thought that you'd find genocidal material in in the possession of a group that's actually trying to commit genocide, it'll be interesting to see later on today how Mein Kampf is trending on Amazon.
2: Right, exactly. Yeah, this is, you know, this is, of course, I believe it roughly translates to my struggle. That was Hitler's autobiography around 1925. Um, But, of course, it does lay out his hatred of the Jews and his diabolical you know, plans and so forth, and you would think that, other than being part of some academic, you know, research or discussion, it's it's it shouldn't be like a, a how-to manual for for people today.
1: Well, I'm sure it's a motivating factor for the people who, with a seething hatred for the Jewish people. So it's uh, it makes sense that it would be uh, you'd find that in in Gaza in, in some of the places where the more fervent uh, Hamas militants are they have the same mindset uh, from the river to the sea is a, is a pretty damning chant when you when you look at the whole thing in context about the eradication of an entire state and it's something that the the Palestinians especially Hamas but you start talking about the Islamic culture in the region with Hezbollah and the locks martyrs brigades and Hamas and and everyone who has been trying to eliminate Israel from the very beginning, and it's a sentiment that's prevalent throughout the Middle East. And, and as you know, we talked about this last week a little bit. The Grand Mufti of Jerusalem during World before and during World War Two, um, they had an SS unit, and to date there has been no acquiescence from that contingent. The Grand Mufti has never said that he surrendered in World War II. They've they, they've never admitted that Israel has the right to, the, to exist from the very declaration that the UN gave. So it does make sense when you think about it, but that's how sick these people are when it comes to talking about the right of Israel to exist.
2: Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Well, you know, there's also this notion that... Somehow, and and listeners to the program know that we have a particular individual who has a particular theory about this, namely that Hamas was created by Israel uh, in order to carry out these kinds of attacks, such that it could further Israel's own interest, and in, and in now evidently building some kind of canal. It, uh, I just I have a real problem sometimes with these kinds of alt or conspiracy type theories that just don't seem to make any sense. Hamas doesn't work for Israel.
1: No, it, it doesn't. And anybody anybody espousing that position, boy, they'd make a great psychological experiment for some thesis. But uh, the world is full of all kinds of people, including the people that would actually commit the genocide. So it's not a common refrain. It's It's not something that has a a sizable number of people who believe, you know, so I just choose to, when, when, when you hear conspiracy theorists with the most bizarre takes on events, I just choose to, uh, after I hear it, I just ignore it. I I don't give it the time of day and uh, and I move forward towards the things that are actually backed up by
2: fact. Well, sure. Yeah. The, the prima facie evidence is that the, you know, the groups like Hamas, you know, they, they they proceed from a worldview and an ideology like we were just talking about that has to do with genocide or has to do with, you know, the fact that they can justify these kinds of these kinds of attacks and and uh, it's I think it dilutes, you know, the the real horror that we're actually observing. And, and and to not give it its due, I think is 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 wrong.
1: I don't think Yasser Arafat celebrated Hanukkah.
2: Right, exactly. No kidding, no kidding. And, uh, and and again, you know, we've got some different developments, of course, going on. Uh, we've got uh, the U.S. has now carried out some more airstrikes in Syria. Uh, it seems like we're, we're routinely doing this now, uh, whereas before this would be huge news, and now it's kind of like, okay, well, we had some more airstrikes today, too.
1: If we would have been stern with Iran from the very beginning, not giving them billions of dollars, um, making sure that we executed the sanctions that, that Donald Trump had put into place because Biden is completely ignoring those right now. That's why they've got a major revenue stream for that regime. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wouldn't be being tempted to pull the trigger on this whole thing.
2: Indeed. Well, I'll tell you what, Frank, hold on there for a minute. We're coming up to the break. And when we come back, taking more of your telephone calls, call or hold on when we come back. You'll be on with Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com, author of the book, Nullification. Folks, stay right there, Kyle Warren with you. We are coming right back, Monday Morning Edition, and we are flying through it.
3: Did you know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon Teas and Yopon Tea Blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea.
1: News Insight. A.M. 930. The answer.
2: 949-822-7959. That's the number if you'd like to call in and opine this morning. And, of course, we've got our good friend Frank Salvato from undergroundusa.com and author of the book Nullification uh, on the line with us here this morning. Good morning again, Frank.
1: Mr. Kyle.
2: All right. Well, you know, it, it seems like there's no shortage of stuff that's going on uh, that uh, and even even, you know, coming in out of the weekend, we still have so many different developments. We do have a caller on the line. I think it's back and Bob and uh, Backgammon and Bob, uh, you're on here with uh, Frank Silvato. Good morning.
3: Good morning, Kyle. Frank, Wanted to state, a couple of things. This uh, Islam thing, this is a this is a religious war. And these people are basically triggered by the Muslim thing of attacking the Jews and stuff like that. It's not a protest. It's a religious war, and they're using it as excuse to riot. That's why we have to control our streets and stuff. Like up in New York, these people are just totally trying to take over the city and stuff. And they have to get tough with them, arrest them all, haul them off somewhere, don't care where, just get them out of there and enforce the right of people to pass on the streets and stuff. We just can't let this continue because it's going to get out of hand. What and th- the second thing I mm-hmm. want to think about was the uh, election. Okay. I don't think that uh, there's any chance that Biden can can make it through. Can you imagine Biden being reelected and then two years into election? What's it going to be like three years from now in the middle of, in the middle of his second term?
2: Okay, I oh, get all that. Right. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Beckham and Bob. What do you think, Frank? To the
1: latter point, uh, we didn't think that Biden had a chance of going into the election against Donald Trump the first time. So you never say never. You know, this is one of those times where you have to be vigilant about the process. And, and if you see something, say something, to, to borrow a phrase, uh, at the polling booths. But I, in this climate, when we've got people doing things and in precincts like taping pizza boxes to win people, then, yeah, any you have to admit that anything is possible. I don't poo-poo it. I don't think it's likely. And I think it would be a disservice to the United States. I think the whole presidency of Biden at this point has been a disservice to the people of the United States. But I, I'm not willing to go on record as saying it's never going to happen because stranger things have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, to his first point, absolutely. The the Palestinians have been offered throughout the, the lifespan of Israel land to call its own, including Gaza, when it was given to Hamas, given, given by the government of Israel to Hamas, they didn't want it. This was under Bill Clinton. It, it was all negotiated. They, they were going to give you self-rule in Gaza. Israel withdrew. They, Hamas, said they didn't want it. Why? Because it's not a, it's not a nation-state war. It is a, it is a, it is a quest for by the Palestinians to execute what the Quran says must be done it's a quest for a caliphate mm-hmm. right it's for religious control and it's not just israel they don't want just israel that's the very first stop on their on their their mission of conquest the quran says that islam will rule the world and every other dogma will be uh, subservient to islam and then, so that's what the quest has been for ever since the seventh century. Right. And, and and anybody who has a even an even elementary understanding of history, where Islam is concerned, understands that's the reason there will never be peace with the Islamic people. You can't live side by side as equals with, with people who are devout in the, in their faith if if they're Islamic. They're commanded to be better than everybody else. And and again, I gotta point out the Quran for a devout Muslim is the literal word of God, where the words of the Bible and the Torah are accountings of, of, of the faith, are accountings of what Jesus did in the Bible, are the accountings of what the prophets said in the Torah. It, it's not it's not first person. The Quran is written in first person.
2: Right. Right. And, and whereby the, the, the Bible and so forth is, is considered inspired. Right. Uh, but, uh, it, there's a, there's a real difference in terms of, uh, of pretty much what I think what the message is, uh, to go out and make disciples of all nations, that kind of thing. It's kind of a different connotation, uh, than, uh, than perhaps, uh, converting. And there's been some terrible things in history. There's no doubt about that. But in terms of going out and converting people by the sword, if necessary, that's, that's not something that How we uh, we do. Sure, yeah, Bob is back with us. What is it?
3: Mm. Yeah, I think that Israel just has to has to totally sterilize Gaza and make it all part of Israel. Either deport them all out of Gaza or totally just wall it off and make it to where it's just a little capsule and they have no egress or ingress into Israel.
2: Well, there's so many different things. What do you think? What do you think, Frank?
1: Well, I mean, I believe that's what uh, what Netanyahu's mission is right now. They're going door to door to expunge Hamas that doesn't that doesn't address the issue of the palestinian people just because hamas is the the organization that holds sway there at the moment doesn't mean that if hamas is vanquished there won't be another group that picks up the sword and continues well the efforts
2: well said so, exactly you know, well, sort of like thing, sort of like
1: uh, sort of like al-aqsa martyrs brigade and and the many other smaller groups that are right now al- aligned with with hamas
3: one last thing if hamas is to the north and the regular palestinians have supposedly fled to the south hamas can just blend in with the people of the south you can't you won't be able to distinguish them apart there's no way
1: that's exactly what they're doing now that's why they their their command buildings are underneath hospitals and schools and they have rockets in in residences and in schools i mean it's it really is a a, a sick movement when you think about it Indeed. and the fact the fact that the secretary of state blinken and the Biden administration have not have not issued not only sanctions but made a statement saying, you know what, you have to condemn the use of human shields. The, Hamas is using their own people as human shields in in the theater of war. That's despicable. Oh yeah. I mean, you want you uh-huh. want to fight? Go ahead and go ahead and, and execute your war. And hey, if you lose, you lose. But when you're when your shield, when your fighters are shielding themselves with women and children, what kind of coward
2: does that? The Hamas kind of coward, you know, and they realize exactly what they're doing. And then they must, frankly, they must be just overjoyed by some of the reaction they're getting in the West of people who are saying, well, you know, of course they have to put themselves between because here comes Israel, big, bad Israel, and Israel's trying to commit genocide. Blah, 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 all that stuff. And, yeah, it's just terrible.
1: I I touched on this last week. We talked about it a little bit. When you've got Middle Eastern countries like the UAE and Qatar and Saudi Arabia dumping billions of dollars in a propaganda effort on the college campuses and in the urban areas. And that's what they've been doing, not just last year, not just the year before, but for decades, decades, decades. On, on behalf of of, the, of of the Islamic faith, on, on behalf of, of the the efforts of Hamas and Hezbollah and, and, and the other groups, that's why you've got what you're, what's happening in the streets. They believe it because they've been completely indoctrinated into the false narrative that Israel bad and Palestinian refugee good. And again, I will ask, how do you uh, garner the label of, of refugee? in your own country.
2: Right. Well, exactly, but because it is a propaganda moniker, it's a propaganda label that is is there in order to elicit the kind of reactions we're seeing especially in some of the younger folks uh that uh, that hear about this and then say, "Well, we have got to go out and protest because obviously this is wrong, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Well, I'll tell you what, Beckham and Bob, thanks for calling. And uh, we'll talk to you again real soon. Frank, if you can hold the line, can you stay on for a third segment? You bet. Sounds good. Okay, we're going to be right back with Frank Silvato, caller that's holding patiently on the line right now. Hold right there. We'll come back right after this short break, and then you'll be on with Frank to ask a question. All right, take care, folks. Stay right there. We're coming back. You're listening to Kyle Warren.
0: State Farm says they're a good neighbor. But would a good neighbor target five-year-olds for conversations about sexual identity? State Farm did. For six months, they asked employees to donate guides to being transgender to public schools. Books aimed at making kindergartners question their identity. How do parents know where State Farm put these books? What's State Farm doing about it? Visit AskStateFarmWhy.com.
2: Who helped cause soaring gas prices? BlackRock. Who contributed to outrageous housing prices? BlackRock. BlackRock and Larry Fink spent years harassing oil and gas companies, making them divest from fossil fuels. Now you feel the pain. And BlackRock-owned companies are snatching up houses, crippling families. Now BlackRock's former ESG czar Brian Deese is Biden's economic advisor. Crushing America from within. That's what BlackRock is really about.
1: News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer.
2: 949-822-7959. That is the number to call if you'd like to be part of the program this morning. And we're back live, of course, uh, with our good friend Frank Silvato, undergroundusa.com, and, of course, author of the book, Nullification. Good morning again, Frank.
1: Mr. Kyle.
2: Well, you know, we've we've talked a lot about Israel uh, for sure, and because that's that this is so prominent in the news, y- you know, in each development, of course, is also so important. Um, we do have a caller on the line that I think might want to be talking about Israel, but uh, we also are going to cover a little bit as we go through this segment, a little bit about uh, some politics as well. Uh, but let's go ahead and uh, take the caller if you like. Uh, we've got uh, Bob and Banning calling back to the program. Bob and Banning, you're on with Frank Silvato. Good morning.
0: Hi, good morning, Frank. Frank, I deal in facts, not conspiracy. Fact is, we've got 9 million Jews in Israel. I don't see them waving American flags. We've got 89 Iranians in Iran who, if we remove the Ayatollah put in 44 years ago as a puppet by Brzezinski under Jimmy Carter, if we remove that Ayatollah, I can see 89 million. Iranians in gratitude for us liberating them, waving American flags, Frank, Frank, can you see that? Can well, you see 89 million Iranians waving well, American flags. you know flags? what, Bob,
2: but Bob, wow. I, I got to ask you a quick question and then we'll have Frank respond, of course. But it seems to me that it's pretty fantastical to believe that Zbigniew, Zubignu Brzezinski used to, was the national security advisor for Jimmy Carter, of course, that he somehow, uh, placed the Ayatollah in power in Iran?
0: Yes, he installed, that was an installation. He was CIA, and that was a, it's a CIA puppet government. CIA is different right now. Okay. After 44 well,
1: years. But I tell you what, then, the then, fact then,
2: is, then the let's, fact, let's let Frank go ahead and respond to what you were saying before.
1: Well, I, I don't know what what news outlets you've been watching, Bob, but I do see people talking very favorably in Israel about the United States just because they're not in the streets waving flags like puppet idiots in New York City waving Palestinian flags doesn't mean they don't support the United What's wrong States with waving well, an
0: American w- flag
1: there's nothing wrong with
0: wa- wrong waving with- an- There's nothing wrong with And that, what would but- be wrong c- can you imagine uh, on the world scene on television all around the world if if the Ayatollah is taken out we put him in and we take out the Ayatollah and the Iranian people. If, imagine liberating 89 million Iranian people with ingratitude would say, thank you, America. You've liberated us after
2: 44 years. Well, Bob, and, Bob, and, and, and and I, and I, I hear man. what you're I saying. I, you're saying. saying. I, hear, I hear what you're saying. But let me ask you this question. If, if we somehow were going to go over and take out the government in Iran, that would necessarily have to be done One by person. force.
1: No, it's not one. No, it's not. It's it's not. It's not one person, Bob. If you're thinking that just taking out the Ayatollah is not going to inflame the apparatus over there with the Iranian Revolutionary Guard, we're taking
0: out. We're taking out the Revolutionary Guard. Yeah, we're bombing them. Yeah, but yeah, take out the Revolutionary Guard. We'll have to use violence to do that. But to remove the Ayatollah as one person, and what I want you to think about, Frank, and uh, Kyle. Is imagine 89 million Americans in gratitude for us freeing them and liberating them. Imagine
2: the impact. We're going to let Frank respond. Go ahead, Frank.
0: Iranians, not Americans. Right,
2: exactly. Exactly. Well, I just don't know if it's that simple. Iranians
0: though. waving American flags. Imagine that. Can you see that? I can see that in my mind. 89 million Iranians grateful to America after 44 years. Eighty nine million Americans, uh, uh, Iranians, eighty nine million. Hey, Iranians OK, hey Bob, OK, Europe. so I
2: say what, Bob, let let Frank respond a little bit here so we can hear what he has to say.
1: Yeah, because we got your. I got your point. You don't have to keep repeating it. This is just eating up airtime. Where are the American flags being being waved over in Iraq right now?
2: That's a great question. You know, it took a lot to liberate uh, the uh, the country of Iraq from Saddam Hussein. But I just don't think, Frank, that we want to get back in that business of trying to nation build or trying to establish a democracy now for Iran and all that kind of stuff. It seems like we've been down that road before.
1: And so, again, this is all this is all based in an in a dogma that unites the Middle East while the common Iranians would be very happy to get rid of the Ayatollah and the Islamic regime over there, it's not going to change the underlying mindset that Islam is supposed to rule the world. And I, I'm kind of quizzical here because you keep talking about where are the American flags in Israel when, when it's obvious that we are the best ally they have, and they've stated this for over 50 years but then immediately you talk about freed iranians waving american flags it's apples and oranges right there and if you don't think the israeli people are supportive of the united states whether they wave a flag whether
2: they wave a flag or not you are delusional well and bob we appreciate your call very much and it's it's a high spirited uh, sort of conversation and that's good but again you know we got to look at the way that the world works as well the, the premise that Zbigniew Brzezinski affected the uh, rise of the Ayatollah and that it would be easy to turn all that off is, I think, uh, not, uh, not viable at this point. And I do think that, and Frank, I'd like to get your input on this, but containing Iran at this point was, was working before Biden got into uh, office, at least conceptually. We even had Saudi Arabia happier that uh, Iran was being contained. They were going to normalize relations with with Israel, for goodness sakes.
1: Yeah, there was there was progress about containing a rogue regime that was actually threatening Saudi Arabia. Iran was threatening Saudi Arabia. So, you know, it's it's not just as easy as walking in and going, hey, Ayatollah, um, you either have to leave or we're going to put a cap in your head? Because the entire hierarchy over there, which is oppressive, is fundamentalist Islamic. And that means to just get rid of one person or, boy, and and Bob made it sound very easy to get rid of the Iranian Revolutionary Guard, which would not be the case. You'd have to bring your lunch if you're going to war with Iran, or you'd have to nuke the entire place. I cannot sign on to anything that Bob was saying. None of it.
2: Well, it's, you know, and, you know, I, I understand, of course, you know, especially as we said, you know, we have a pretty high-spirited sort of conversation, and that's good, ultimately. But generally speaking, there there is no silver bullet, as it were, in, in the Middle East. I mean, it takes a lot of crafting to do, and now all of that's been blown up because of the war with in, between Israel and Hamas. And, you know, this is set back, I, what do you think, decades?
1: Probably, depending on how we move forward you know but again i mean the entire issue with the islamic contingent of the world has to do with their mindset regarding their dogma as long as they is the fundamentalists believe that their religion should rule the world and they are billions of people billions not not hundreds of millions but billions If you took the United States and you took India and you took China and put them all together, you've probably got about the same number of devout Muslims in the world. So it's a much more complex idea than just taking out the Ayatollahs and nuking the Iranian Revolutionary Guard. You've got to address the mindset over there as well as combat the violence. And it seems that all we've been doing the entire time that this has been a a hot button issue is vacillate between let's just talk and let's just let's just wage war. It's got to be a hybrid blend. You use violence when you need to to protect the most lives that you can. And you use diplomacy 100 percent of the time in tandem.
2: Right. Absolutely. And it's again, it does take time and it's. It's complex. That's, that's the thing. It's it's not a simple solution, hardly at all.
1: Whenever you are dealing with the people who believe, who are true believers, and, and this goes back, you could say this, of, of, of the the Nazi hierarchy, the people who believed in what Hitler was doing, the final solution and everything, the dominance and superiority of the Aryan race. Mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to sit down and have a talk with them over a table and say, could you stop believing that way?
2: No kidding. It's hearts and minds are the hardest things to to change, obviously.
1: Especially when it's draped in religious dogma.
2: Right. Indeed. Well, Frank Salvato, undergroundusa.com, author of the book, Nullification. Uh, We sure appreciate what you're talking about this morning, and we look forward to talking to you again on Friday, my friend.
1: I'm going to go argue the moon landing now. We'll
2: talk to you later. (laughs) Thanks, Frank. All right, folks. And Bob, thank you for calling. We, we sure appreciate it. Call anytime. Folks, we're coming right back.
1: If you like the podcast, subscribe, leave a comment, rate it if your platform lets you. Be sure to head on over to undergroundusa.com to sign up for our Substack, which comes straight to you, circumventing the censors and the fact checkers, because we both know that they're worthless. And that's been proven over time. And be sure to pick up your copy of Nullification, The Case for Decentralizing the Federal Government, available in Kindle and paperback over at Amazon.com. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato, and we will be back right after this.
3: This podcast is a production of the Compass Point Group.